science by definition allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as bad as hell, but I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I illusion? Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What is your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yeah, so fuck off and die. Anyway, now we can do it. All right, go ahead, babe. Mm, you got it. You got it. Go ahead. You got it. You're an old ham at this by now. This is week three for you. You got it. This is week three. I mean, you have episodes under your belt, too. Yeah, you're 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 an old pro. Okay, Um, welcome to Cult of Cinema Knowledge Podcast. My name's Mary. This here is Levi. Oh yeah, she introduced me this time. Over there is Jordan. Well, hey, thank you, Mary. With the mustache. Oh, it's good. With you got a very you have a lucrative career. I know. Going you, here you, got, you got a buttery silk voice, babe. It's made for- I mean, not as good as yours, honey. Thanks. Um, so, what are we talking about today? <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about my favorite movie, Arrival. Oh, yeah. This is your favorite movie. I didn't even- We didn't even do a poll because we're like, fuck you, Reddit people. We're- we're just watching Arrival. I like with to all knock, with all I due like respect. We choice. love you, Reddit people. Well, yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. But like for yeah, for the uh, guests, like you, sometimes you don't get a choice. So and and I'm glad it was Arrival because well, I, mean, I, I have to watch Arrival like once a year. Watch, <laughs> it's only fitting to watch your favorite film when it's your month. So uh-huh. and I've tried know. to put Arrival on the polls before. It's been on a couple polls, but it hasn't won. I know. So now, but it, it's me. always kind of come. It's always like gotten some love though. So. We, we've always wanted to watch it. We were very big fans of Denise Villeneuve. Well, when I tell people, when they ask me what my favorite movie is and I say Arrival, most people go, what's up? And they don't really know it. So, Which is wild to me. Like yeah. I, I was even saying like this movie does feel kind of underrated in Villeneuve's like, overall filmography. Like Everyone talks about Dune or Blade Runner or Sicario or even Prisoners, right? But it's like I feel like this one gets kind of glossed over sometimes and then they're like, oh yeah, Arrival too. I don't know. I think it's just it's not as like sensational as the other ones. Like it's very tight and competent, but it's not like ultra violent or like super crazy sci-fi set pieces. Like it has set pieces, but it's very I don't know. It's very contained. This movie, which is which is great. I put this in the I I put this right up with like Ex Machina. That is where this is kind of that that style where it's super minimalist, but it's brooding, and it's very intelligent and so goddamn emotional and like i i forgot like so i've seen this movie a few times obviously mm-hmm. and so if you so of you guys and then uh we'll uh, we'll give a little synopsis here in a minute i think mary should give the synopsis because no, it's your favorite mary movie should not. you've seen this movie so many times <laughs> but anyways i like every time i watch this it's like interpreted i kind of re- misremember how the narrative goes at the end because it's like it's like you know spoiler alert there's a twist but the twist is kind of soft and it like doesn't it's like the twist is almost like so it's like the first time I saw it, my mind was blown. I was like, yeah. oh my God, this is like this is this is inception levels of twist. But then like on this viewing, which is like probably my fourth, maybe third, uh, I was like, oh, it's it's just like it's so simple. It's a really simple. It's, it's cool that though. the movie is still so good, even though I know what the twist is. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I think you right. don't always get that with movies. Sometimes when they have a big twist or something, rewatching them, it like loses some of its. Well, it's, 
uh, luster. It does, know. but it's great. I think no. why is because uh, the twist is like it is only important to the plot at the end, and then but other than that, it's really important to the character development. So the plot still moves forward, but like the first time you see it, you're like, oh, her character is like this grieving woman who lost her daughter, is what you think. And then at the end of the movie, you realize that she's like remembering forward in time. And then when that twist out, you're like, oh, fuck. And then that becomes more relevant to the plot. Like, obviously, it's the key to the whole thing. But up until that, like an hour mark, you're that everything that's happening isn't like recontextualizing the whole thing as much as just recontextualizing her character. You know what I mean? Um, so I think that's why it's like and it does. It does feel like even though it is kind of a mind blower. Like, especially, yeah, first time I watched it, it blew my little titties off. But it's, like, it's subtle in a way. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just organic. It just feels like it. it's not like a bomb drop. Is I don't know. It's it's an, it's an interesting yeah. twist because it's... Anyway. Uh, for the folks at home <laughs> who haven't seen the movie and they're like, what fucking twist are you talking about? Everyone, I mean, everyone who's listening to this has seen it. But, you know, we can't stop breaking tradition out at this point. We have to always do a synopsis. Well, yeah, and the synopsis helps because there are people It helps me remember. Well, yeah, the, yeah. Like we say, this is for the moms. It's for our moms that listen to us and then are just yeah. like, oh, you boys doing your podcast. I don't know that movie, but... So Mary's okay, gonna... Okay, <laughs> so Arrival. Um, Elise? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> You're leading me now. Um, Arrival is Just a movie a about <laughs> 12 alien spacecrafts that land on Earth. And Amy Adams, who is a linguist, gets roped in with the military to come sort this out and figure out what the alien's purpose on Earth is. Um, and through that, we find... I don't know how to describe this. Take it from there. No, that's pretty good. I mean, and then, you know, Jeremy Renner is there as, as a scientist, and the two of them are brought in by Forrest Whitaker, who's like this colonel, to, you know, make help make first contact, and, you know, because the aliens are speaking in some crazy, you know, alien language, and so she's the best uh, linguist, and so they have to try and figure that out and build the steps, and it's very much like science competency porn, where it's just like them like figuring everything out and like just really explaining and they're like, look how smart this is. And it's cause it is. And as she develops a camaraderie with the, the rapport. aliens, a rapport uh, using writing and language and starts trying to understand their writing, which is like complex forms of symbols. And then over time she starts to realize that there is no beginning, no end to their writing. And it's very, uh, this synchronicitous thing where it all kind of is coming together and... And their language is a tool that they come to give to Earth. Yeah, everything's tense around the planet. And the nations have to work together and, and share the, the pieces of the tools they've been given. Yeah, which is their language because mm-hmm. language can rewire the brain and if you start in being fully immersed in their language, their language has, you know, no... They interpret time as like, you know, time is an illusion anyway, and it's nonlinear for them. And so she starts to, the twist in which we spoke, she eventually, the whole movie, she's having these like memories of her daughter who who dies of some disease. And that's apparent earlier on. And you think like, oh, this is a grieving woman. But then the twist is that, oh, she hasn't had a daughter yet, but she's like basically remembering the future and you know, through time, it's so good. <laughs> it's, it's great. 
and yeah. that you know uh jeremy renner's character is actually her husband and they just met and they have this daughter and she dies and blah 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 and then it's resolved because the world tensions are crazy china's going nuts but basically she in the future meets the general the chinese general who's about to like start world war three and bomb the aliens and he like tells her some information in the future that basically that's the second bomb drop kind of because you're like oh shit she's remembering the future second bomb drop is it works both ways shit from the future because it's non-linear can also be remembered in the past to work in the pre- like he says something to her in the future <laughs> i think we're getting too much into detail well actually <laughs> but she has to it is but that's how she, she solves that. it yeah she has to solve like, it she's it, the first person because she's immersed yeah. in their language and is like so i don't know not only is she the great linguist but she's just like really empathetic as a character so she gets really involved right. in it and then well, yeah they, and they, they save the world what, and what's amazing is like <laughs> the language the language itself it like it's it's visual there's nothing you don't read anything out so like it kind of like sinks into your brain it's like really cool i mean this is this is the nitty-gritty of it where it's like it like we're kind of past the synopsis now i think yeah I this is just like this real quick. the guts but it, of like that, what it is and is, what makes it cool is like the right, ideology and, behind what it is right and during during the film she has these like it's you can't really tell because it it the narrative structure is kind of it's built on these flashbacks where you see her with her daughter and her daughter's growing up but like the flashbacks are technically flash forwards because you know time there you know time's not really like it's a flat circle in this movie and so <laughs> she's already she's already experienced it but she's time's having these circle. like memories and the the writing it's like the writing is so symbolic because it is a circle <laughs> i know yeah this is mary this is what i deal with oh my this god is, I, he's I, like I, drinking he's water like, and i'm like stop and then he's clearing he's his throat and i'm like you are recording part, your voice right he's, now my he's part my bug. voice he's part feels bug. like a bag of <laughs> it sounds like a bag of gravel it does. Yeah, if it sounds to, I like don't that. Even know. It feels the like amount, that. The amount of phlegm that this man must <laughs> just have in his mouth. Like I don't know. If, I don't know if your jowls, like your cheeks. I think how much meat is I have hanging an in extra your mouth pocket in my baby. sinus. <laughs> this yeah. just yeah. like collects. Like a gutter. I don't know what it does. It just holds. Yeah, I don't know. It's like whatever your cheek flaps are smacking against your teeth. The whole yeah, time I should talk. be studying, and I love it. I, <laughs> get it. I would. I would listen to another 150 episodes with you, but oh, oh thanks, pal. That's <laughs> why. That's why. That's why I'm here, but. Anyways, yeah, the, <laughs> the language wow. the language is beautiful. Well, you only have one more episode left, Mary. <laughs> yeah, it's not like she listens to him anyway. She doesn't even listen to these ones. Uh, I have enough of, of yep. your uh, breathing and phlegm in my regular <laughs> life <laughs> to listen to it on recording. Oh, yeah. uh, you don't like to go back and listen to your listen to yourself, Mary? No, no I'm God, a hard no. pass on that. Anyway, I feel like you really yeah. got interrupted. Yeah, by thanks a lot, Jordan. <laughs> it's like, it's good. It was a good. It's a good. Why it's a good. Uh, why don't you share your, your information you were sharing earlier about like the just to just to finish language. it up this, the mm-hmm. the language itself is beautiful i just really like the last like hour i've been looking into the language because i was like huh i wonder what i wonder what this is all about clearly clearly they put a lot of effort into the language for this movie yeah that goes without saying but i didn't i didn't realize that like there were like a bunch of collaborators and like Wolfram Alpha, that that dude who like builds math stuff. I don't know. He's in, you know whatever. He's a smarty pants. He helped build this language, and then there was another artist that came in to help like you know design the actual idea behind it. But then they built like a hundred characters that are like you know interchangeable. You can you can create a language with them. 
And that's that's cool. I don't know that what they do with the main. It's like the hieroglyphs, like, essentially, and like how they conform right. it, the, like the sections like, of the of the wheel or whatever. Right, right, exactly. Like everything you see in the her movie program, is, like, where she starts communicating with them, is like whoop, right, whoop, like finding right. the channel. That's like, why me and like me and real. Jordan are going to get our rival yeah. tattoos. I know we're all yeah. And heptapod. Yeah, I think I'm going to get the, the gift of time. I bet they have the gift of time. That's stupid. Why would you I say get, that to me? Because I missed out on that conversation and you guys rubbed it in my face. Like I was an idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's so, what we did tell you you were so an idiot. Your dumb tattoo. I'm going to get a Heptabod tattoo just around the fucking. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going to get one that says <laughs> your Levi solo jealousy. podcast. Just around my <laughs> yeah. belly button. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's classy. Um, it but, is classy. Uh, and it, yeah. I don't. I don't really know what we're what That's we're good. getting at here. No, but, uh, I, I want to know. Well, Mary. I was wondering that too while watching it is because I was like, this time around. I mean, I've always kind of wondered, but I'm like, wow, the uh, the conceptual like design of this movie is very interesting. Uh, from like, yeah, like the language. I'm like, wow, who's the guy? I was thinking to myself, like, who's the guy who made all these? Like, who? The, like, I wonder how many different iterations of like in the concept phase like how the ship looked and stuff. And so it's just like, it's very interesting how that all came together to create very casually, like the look of the heptapods, their ship, their language and how important that all is. Like, like people don't really realize how much time and like pre-production to like make all that shit exactly how, how it is. Cause who knows how many different spaceship versions they have, how many types of language they would have done. And I know this is adapted from like a short story or something, but. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Right. right. It's adapted from a novella by Ted Chang. Chang. Oh. And, uh, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's quite different than this, but like, it's essentially the same concept of aliens invading and linguistics and stuff. But, uh, they change it where it's like more global and like that, you know, really. Yeah. It sounds like the that, main like, hook time. of like time being immersed in language came from that. Yeah. And like what they did with this is like so beautiful. And I, I love like Denise Villeneuve is one of my favorite directors in the last, you know, whatever, t- 20 years about. He has, yeah, he's he, been crushing him. Relatively. <laughs> he's relatively new for America anyways. And, uh, um, but I don't know. This movie is amazing. I think it. I think everything about it is executed perfectly, and I love that it's like this is one of the the smaller scope movies that he's made in the last you know twenty years, and it like still feels really big, like as intimate as the story is narratively. That's what he does. does global. That's it what he does really so global. well. Is like he can make a fir- an alien first contact story about like global crisis involved with it like across the entire globe to the point of like world war feel so personal and intimate like those flashback or those memories right like they feel like i don't know you feel Luis's like i don't know the way they're shot and everything is like absolutely perfect but it's like it does feel yeah. he's really good at like taking these huge big scopes and like putting his finger on it and just like boom that's the part you know what i mean because even like Sicario, which is like much more obviously, it's not sci-fi like at all, but it's like this very complex drug war, international like crazy shit. But he just literally is like, bam, this is the story I'm telling within that section. It's about this person living in this world, and that's what I mean. That's what's important, I think, with like 
most filmmaking, especially with him now. He's like so, like just big. Like I wonder what's gonna happen after he finishes making Dune. Like if he's, I kind of want him. Like well, as much as I love Dune, I want him to go Dune. back. Oh. I want him know, to go back do and remember, do something kind of small, just to see. Yes, in his in his interview after Blade Runner, he said. I'm stepping away from. I big remember, projects. and then he did. He and then he's like that. locked in for like and then, three days. And then the movies. next movie, the next movie, he was greenlit. Or it's Dune. We were both both just like, "All oh, right, bud. I guess yeah. you can't get away. You can't a, either a the paycheck or b. I mean, it's like the subject matter and what he's done with Dune is amazing. So, I I think that's what thing. He's he's one of the most capable people to, to do like a franchise adaptation. Yeah, and to do it to do it justice, or at least you know, I just I'm pleased with what he does. Yeah. Mary, um, when was the first time you saw this? Do you I was about, I was about we, to see that. Did we, did we see it say, together? Yeah. I thought we saw it together in theaters. I think we did, did actually. I was actually, I you know, it's funny. Was, babe, I was going to ask you because that tends to, I, I never know and I have to ask Levi when it comes to like my movie I, watching. So I don't know. I did we? Like we did. I think we did. Sounds right. I mean, I want, I want to say. What year did, did it come I, out again? Though? 2016. So, I mean, we were yeah. dating. We were living at the duplex. Okay. And Jordan was around during that time. Living yeah. here, living in Utah, so I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure we did all see it. Because I remember like wanting to see it, and then I uh, we liked Denis Villeneuve from Sicario and Prisoners, and so we're like, this looks dope. Uh, yeah. And then obviously that was his best one yet. I think. this was this was the movie that this is the movie. This was like I, oh, I, okay. he put me on the radar. Yeah, I Prisoners, like stepped I really up and liked, like okay, this guy. I liked <laughs> Prisoners, but yeah, they were Prisoners both good. Like, Prisoners but. was a fun thriller to see. Such big actors, and then Paul Dano is obviously, like, yeah. Know, we're we're so, big Paul Dano stands but, here. So like, so like, I but Prisoners was kind of not forgettable is not like the right word, but just kind of like I was like, okay, that's fine. It, and it's then a very I like see Sicario, yeah, David so Fincher esque like, thriller, right? And it's like, right, oh, this right, is cool. Right, right. And yeah. oh yeah, you didn't see Sicario, but I was also and like, Sicario's Sicario. Good. I've seen these it. are good, but it wasn't until Arrival that we're like, oh, okay, this guy, he's more than just that's, worth keeping an eye on. He's like fucking a presence. And then, yeah. obviously, from there, Mary's favorite movie, Blade Runner 2049, came out Shit. afterwards. Shit. <laughs> you should give it Which, another yeah, chance. That's, oh, I want to pull, where... like, a, the wire. Shit. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, it's so funny, too, because, like, Arrival and Blade Runner, to me, are spiritual, like, successors. They're, like, they, it's basically, like, they go hand in hand. And so, it's just, like, but then Blade Runner is, like, one of my favorite, you know, universes, so. Go watch that's, that episode. Yeah, we didn't do a 2049. We did an original Blade Runner episode. But. We did, yeah. And we did a Sicario episode. I finally have seen Sicario. We did do a Sicario Yeah, episode, gave yeah. my opinion, so go listen to that episode. We'll, we'll basically, we'll get through all of his all One of his day, we'll just, we'll, we'll get really obscure with our films one day because we'll have we'll done everything. Hopefully. I know, really, though, yeah. <laughs> Until we're but. screaming in a vacuum. I, well, dude, there's enough movies out there. We'll, we, we oh, yeah, to, we got, there's we plenty got to work through. <laughs> Uh, but do you uh, you know so you don't remember your first time seeing it, babe? I'm pre- like I'm sure it was with us, but do you remember when? Because I don't think you were like, "Wow, this was my favorite movie," until we watched it again. Because we watched it again when it came out, and you're like, "This movie's amazing." I think this is my favorite movie. Like, do you remember having that like settling in, like that impact of being like, like why this was your favorite? Just because it was so. Not only we obviously know that you're very in tuned emotionally you're so smart emotionally <laughs> that obviously this movie is has an impact emotionally but also it's just like 
cool and competent as fuck and just smart mm-hmm. and clever, but also has that emotional weight. Is that yeah. one? I don't remember me being like, I know exactly why this is my favorite movie, but I'll, I, I will tell you why I, I like it now. I don't remember like the Well, that's why we rewatched it. Let's hear it. Uh, okay, first off. I love aliens, so that's just the whole concept oh, yeah. of aliens. So is, we should get harder uh, into super, sci-fi, right? <laughs> super yeah. interesting to me, but I love the way that they did it because they didn't do just like your regular, how you're going to envision an alien and a monster and that type of thing. Um, like, I feel like they really want a different kind of route with it, with like the look of the alien. They are terrifying, though. Yeah, they are. The heptapods are terrifying, <laughs> but like in a really freaking cool way. Uh, even the spaceships and stuff like that. Also, Architecturally, this movie is like so cool. Like the house and the the ships are so cool. It's amazing. And that's and that's why Ex Machina is kind of that Ex Machina. Like the architecture is basically another set. It's like another sci-fi. Uh-huh. Right, where they say like where they say like this city is another character. It's like the architecture is another character in this movie. Like that's for true. sure. Yeah, yeah. we should do it. more Alex Garland movies because I was thinking also. Um, well, Annihilation. Annihilation. Into, like, because it's just time. like the unknown and, and the time. Yeah. Like yeah. almost the cosmic horror level of aliens. Like I like it and when that's, aliens yeah. okay. Hang on, are so going. obscure, like I can't even fathom them <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, so that. So obviously the look of the movie in general, like the cinematography, the sounds in this movie. I mean, we could go on forever about the sound because probably <laughs> like, the sound what? is one of the best parts of this damn movie. Well, why don't you go I, on? I looked it up. <laughs> it was nominated for several Oscars, but the one Oscar won was sound. Yeah. Well, let me get through yeah. of why it's my favorite movie, and then we can go on to the individual credits of each piece, right? Okay. So obviously the sound, like they did such a good job of making you feel the emotions. Like you talk about, like the whole world crisis and the sound helping you through that. Like I literally feel anxious when they feel anxious I feel all of it with them which to me means you're doing filmmaking well if I can feel it through you know what I mean not like you're telling me to feel it it's just makes me feel it right Mm -hmm. so they did great with that and then they're like the whole concept of the time thing I think makes me feel very existentialism you know what I mean I get very in my feels and in my things about like time and how that's why I'm saying the gift of time, right? Like how special time is, how the moments in each one of our lives, even though it's small, filled with all these things like her daughter and how it's worth it, even though there's pain, right? And time being so short, but so powerful in it just gets me all in my whole fills. And so I think wrapping around, you got the emotion, you got it looking good. You got me make it like feeling alongside of it. And it's memorable to me. Um, that's why it's my favorite movie. I uh, I wanted to I wanted to say something real quick while I had the thought. That's good. Um, what is yeah? Thank you, Ring. I I love it, and I wanted to know what what is your like your your parental take? Where where does that like um where does that like nurture take come now? Because I was watching this being like so because I remembered how that ended and being so fucking heartbroken, mm-hmm. and and it's so uplifting though at the end and it like it's one of those things where it's like it's movie magic where she's like she's like i decided to have you and i decided to to continue this life how small and precious it is and the minimum amount of time i get with you Mm -hmm. i still decided even though i was told i could do it all over again essentially Mm -hmm. but i still decided to go with like the tragic ending and that gives me chills it's beautiful and i love that and i was curious how that was 
resonated with you two for having some kids. Yeah. So got, it, yeah, it's, it's funny because we, we talked about it like while we rewatched this movie and and we talked about um, like if we would tell each other. Like if we knew, yeah. right? I know, mm-hmm. I know. It's, I love that. I love uh-huh. that. That's why, like, they uh-huh. break up. You know, they get divorced. It's uh-huh. like it's totally like. And we, oh, and it's dude, it's so good. Yeah, and we both agreed we probably wouldn't tell each other until <laughs> after. Yeah, until it blew up into a fight or something. Yeah, I'm saying, like. until something happened. <laughs> no, and that's a that's a bomb, man. And, that's a bomb to drop there. <laughs> and that we would still go through with it. We would still have obviously. Oh, yeah. And and it's something no that I feel thoughts. like you and and we're like, but if you knew that your child was going to die before you got pregnant and you didn't know them. I, yeah, you. I, I don't know that I would go through with it, right? But you know your right. kid now. She knows him too. Because yeah, the you way know the your kid works. now. You see it like, oh yeah, I, I would, I would take that a bajillion times to have any time with my kids, um, even if it means some terrible ending. Like it's, it's worth it, right? Mm. Um, to have any of that time with, with them. So, so yeah, so like I can completely relate, and I would do exactly what she did. In the situation, <laughs> yeah, me too. Well, I had yeah. I had more of a reaction this time because, like, last time we watched it, uh, our daughter was a baby. Like, we watched it a couple years ago in this no, well, house. Not the first time we watched it; they no, didn't exist yet. Last time we watched uh-huh. it, and I'm saying I didn't have as much. Like, I was still like, "Oh, my kids," but this time, like, she's almost four, and so seeing the scenes of like this little girl running yeah. around and like having these moments, like. Cause now that I have the, I have those memories of like this young girl being playful and having this personality and stuff, uh, that did impact me way harder, especially cause those, like I said, those scenes are incredible. Like they're the rest of the movie is like shot very well, but those scenes are like handheld, soft focus, super deep yeah. depth of field, like very much like it's and the music obviously they're fucking begging you to cry because they're just like it's just like going through the grass and it's like her playing with the caterpillar and just like all these small memories mm-hmm. that like make Which, it really as impactful. a parent are really when you think about well, it like is, it's, it's the small things mm-hmm. like she's tucking her into bed and mm-hmm. she says like i love you to you you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's like that's that's real because mm-hmm. that's the shit you do remember you know as a parent and uh but like those see even even not having kids it's like those scenes are filmed so incredibly well and the movie is so well edited and so well paced and that score just is tearing your heart that it's just super effective no matter what I think like because it's like it always was affecting for me Uh, which is why it's so good you know what I mean not only is it great from a technical level but and just fucking a great cool story but it's like it does. It gets you. It's weird that it's like a sci-fi movie about this can get you in the feels so hard. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's so impactful. Like, you know, mm-hmm. but I do kind of when like always like-, like it does get breezed over because it does feel very. It, this movie is soft. Like I always forget it's PG-13. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is a perfect PG-13 because it's like, I don't know, like it doesn't have anything crazy. Like it is soft compared to his other movies and other sci-fi in general, I think. You know, something that I didn't feel like I caught on to until this last one is about, you know, is it Costello or Abbott that dies? Uh, Abbott. Abbott that dies. And he's like Abbott dying process or whatever. Uh-huh. The death, like, the death, yeah. he's in the death cycle or the death process. Yeah, I don't remember process. how you say yeah. that. But the kind of that relations to hers and how they view death as maybe like, you know, no beginning or end and time being like nonlinear and stuff like that. I thought that was pretty cool. Some of those, you know, comparisons. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like there, there's such a, like you do even weirdly feel a bond 
with these oh, things. Oh, yeah. With which Abbott is crazy. Costello. Yeah, you totally. Which, the rapport is built. Once she names them, <laughs> yeah. which, which right. once she names them and yeah. she's like, that's a proper introduction, right? And like makes contact. Oh, and, such a good scene, and too, when she finally takes suit. off her suit. Fuck, that is a yeah, good scene. Yeah, and is like, all right, here we are. Like, that's, that immediately personalizes every character there. Well, I like that. Uh, right. I also like that all the like side characters that were like antagonistic to it, like the other general guy that was always like, "What if it's what if it's antagonistic?" And she's like, "Why do I have to keep talking to this fucking guy?" And <laughs> but like, yeah. I'm yeah. just glad that like uh, Lauren or no, I keep wanting to say Lauren Forrest Whitaker's character is like he's the boss, but it's like he's also really likable. Like he's stern, but he's like okay. Mm-hmm. I can sell that. They're like, explain to me. Like, he wants to learn, and then it ends with them being like, it was an honor to work for you, but I got to follow orders. Like, I don't know. Like, as as tense as this movie can be, it's like, it does feel kind of good. Like, I don't know. This movie's very melancholic and, like, bittersweet. But, like, there's so much uh, tension and stuff, but it does leave, like, I don't know. It doesn't have that many, hard, like, hard edges. You know what I mean? It's got, like, a lot of soft edges. It's like this, like, I, like the ship. Exactly. There's nothing. Yeah. Like that. Like <laughs> the, the shelled, the shelled pistachio of a ship that comes, comes down. But uh, I love, I love that ship. Um, Villeneuve said that it is modeled after an actual asteroid that exists. There's an oh. asteroid that like that comes around. I don't remember the name of it. Anyways, I was reading it, but it is shaped like that. It has that kind of like soft crescent kind of. I mean, it's a rock clearly because it's an yeah. asteroid, but. It's like the perfect it, that's rock like, to skip on a lake on water, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, for real. Like it looks like yeah, it looks like a looks like a spa stone or something that would be uh-huh. warm uh-huh. put on a yeah. put on a like a soft, supple body. But I think that it it like has his like so villain who I was watching like the behind the scenes and like he he wants I mean he shoots practical as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Sadly, this film had such time and financial constraints that he did have to like make compromises. But the one thing he wouldn't compromise on is the interior and that and and building a lot of there's like a facade of the ship that's built as well and that like that has that texture and it's it's cool because it's like an alien texture you know like we can conceptualize what it is but it like looks like a big stone and we're like well that's mm-hmm. like it doesn't make sense i but the interior is all is all constructed and well, fully constructed and they filmed in there a lot it was great and it looks great i know because and it's funny because it looks like stone but i was this time i was wigging out the whole time about like like how well what makes us think we could do anything to that? We don't even know what it's made of. They're like, make it a point to be like, we do not know what their <laughs> ship is made of. And right. it's like, it literally well, just turns to fucking mist as they travel interdimensionally at the and end. That, that's it's like, so cool. Oh my God. I love so that cool. travel. It's so, mm-hmm. that's so beautiful. But, but I love, I love the, like, clearly the thing that like kind of gave me the most annihilation is they go up in the scissor lift and then, uh-huh. it, then like, and then it turns into like a hallway, like gravity, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. gravity shifts. And it, it was like cool because there's, in the behind the scenes and stuff. And they'd like, they got a lot of like a lot of, you know, scientists and they did a lot of like collaborations on this to make it like quote unquote factional or, or, you know, factual where, you know, but clearly it's still in the end of the day, it's complete science fiction. Right. Cause they're saying like the mass of that thing to be able to change gravity. It would, it's like, it's kind of impossible. Cause like we only get gravity through, Sheer mass. mass that's, right. that's how it's, that's how it's created. But it's like it's also so like, like the, the unknown. If they can, if they can travel is... interdimensionally and do whatever, it's like right. Sure, right. whatever whatever like material that is, the density is. Yeah, there your to suspension of disbelief. It's shift. like sure they can create artificial gravity. It's like you don't even really think about it. Like you just well, accept I love it because of how well it's laid out. Something that's beautiful that I noticed is and like 
I'm sure I didn't get to this. I didn't I didn't see this, but I'm sure it's been talked about. Like he did mention a little bit how he likes that he likes the idea of them being like like an aquatic creature, you know, because that's yeah. that's clearly like that's clearly the a motif we have. Where it looks like they're behind. They look like they're behind glass at like a you know aquarium, and so like that that's something that like on this watch, watching it again, I like really got into that. Like I I love the idea that it it's like a liquid in there. Like when she gets transported mm-hmm. in there and like, she's like flowing and stuff, but it's like this mist liquid. That's like, yeah, it's like this so dense. True. It's well, like, and the audio like design in that scene, it's like, sounds like she's underwater, oh. but like, she's not yeah. and like, <laughs> right, 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 right. And that, yeah, dude. And the, the creature design is amazing. And I'm really sad because they were going to build practical. They were going to make it all practical, but they ran out of time. And like, I don't like, even know. Ah, how that, like in this. It's so cool. I know me and you were like, probably like, yeah, <laughs> if they just would have done stop motion. Stop motion. I know. that's. <laughs> I, well, that was an idea. No, it was. Yeah. It was stop motion. Well, it was, it was originally doing, he wanted to do all puppets, all yeah. animatronic yeah. puppets, you know, for it, but he didn't have time to go that scale. And then he was thinking like they could do miniatures, but they just didn't have, there wasn't like a time constraint. And it was just like. I think personally the CG looks great and it, it looks will, great. It's kind of it's seamless and I don't think it'll age poorly at all because yeah. a we've already typically CG bad CG ages in like five years and so here we yeah. are and it looks it looks fine like they you know they're well, the CG, they're basically what they are is like they're they're kind of silhouettes essentially so yeah. it doesn't really the CG well, doesn't the matter, CG yeah. looks great it's like when it's close up you get really good detail on like the hand tentacle but it's like it was really smart to set it in like this obscuring mist because it's like then that way it's like yeah. kind of does hide it a little bit and then like but it's like you have the look of them it's like they're all like you know octopusy but they got like the knuckles and stuff but then when she sees yeah. the full thing like it's it's still terrifying it's so much terrifying when it's got like the whole upper body and she's just like looks at it and is like, oh, I gotta focus on like the parts I'm used to. This is the face, and it's up there like, you know, uh, <laughs> which is terrifying to me. I don't know. That that was like the freakiest. But uh, even the CG, because you could tell it's like they probably filmed her underwater to get her hair like that. But you could tell they like touched it up with CG. But because of that, that's like the only time you can tell. But it's like she's in another fucking dimension or on another planet. So it like it kind of adds. It like yeah. kind of adds to the yeah. ultra weirdness to it, and so that's why I'm like, this movie does feel sort of timeless, other than the fact that it's like we've now. It, this makes it seem like our governments are really competent, which in real life I think that we <laughs> I know, much quickly not... escalate way yeah. quicker, probably. Yeah. Right, because they, they I... give this. This movie's like this movie almost elapsed over like a year, basically, right? So it's yeah, like, they're like months. Like, it's there's six no months. There's oh, is it six months? Yeah, there's like no way know. we <laughs> we wouldn't go that long with these weird and but like. I mean, I guess I don't know. That's what that's what's so cool about this movie is, it's, it's like it's subtle and the script is really tight. I yeah. bet that I bet Mary that plays a factor in why this is like one of your favorite movies is it's such a tight script. Like you don't feel the time, at all. There's no yeah. there's not a single moment in this movie well, and there's no where stupid I'm like, where I'm like oh this lags like everything yeah, like, long, definitely not yeah. everything matters. It's yeah. super lean. Like that's nothing. True. There's no like weird subplots. No loose ends. Like everything. No. Like the first time I saw it. I was like, what's going on with these army guys? Why is it cutting to them? Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, something's up because obviously and, they're not doing that for yeah. no reason, but like everything serves a purpose and it's like subtle. Like you never see them until you realize what they're doing with the bomb and they get the guns out and it's right. like this coup and, they're, and, and they're, they're like, the conspiracy they're, theory and everything. 
Right, right, right. Because they, yeah, and they basically are like taking it in their own hands. You can like, you get everything. And you get that early on, like knowing what that happens from the very beginning. It's like seeing that guy's reaction to be like, permission to abort like over and over to like his fear. And it's like, that's definitely our human reaction. It's like fear leads to violence because we don't understand. And it's like, Mm -hmm. uh, and that's what's great about, uh, you know, Luis's character and Ian's character is like, they're very much like, want to understand and like crave for knowledge and empathy to like to like progress as a human species where these other guys are literally like oh no i don't get it fear destroy you know you know hate (laughs) just because you know Mm -hmm. it really gave me a lot of uh callback to uh freaking oh my gosh dances with wolves like i really like the 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 like the basically that the shared like essentially what it is in the same vein they're sharing their like culture and their language and they're like it's the same story as like i love avatar pocahontas you know yeah it's all the and i love dance i love like in dances of wolves like that's the his first interaction is like his name like i'm you know me like me and he's like you you know that's like Uh i love how that that's the same interaction here and i feel like that's a large basis for like how we would interact with someone we you know didn't share a common language with, but it's like, if we wanted to understand, you just kind of like point to yourself, like my name, like who I am, uh, you know, and I, I just, I love that like progression. It does, uh, it did such a good job. It's like the slow build and God, this movie is so tight. I love it. It's tight. Well, it's like even, cause it's like when it wants you to feel emotional, you're feeling emotional, but it's like the amount of times I'm feeling anxiety and even fear, like the, the score is bonkers. Cause like, the, it's like pretty classical like it's really good but like during the emotional scenes it's like got that like sweeping back and forth violin but then it's like the sh- first time you actually see the ship, the ship? Oh, it's got so like good. that weird like I like that his, weird like yeah, bassy his, like yeah. fucking like throaty sound like it's super unnerving but it's also like yeah. beautiful and like oh. awesome mm-hmm. in like a, the way that it's just like Wow, look at this. And of course they got the rolling mist like we were saying. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> we're like, oh yeah. Rolling off freaking Montana hills. It's like they had the to mist. pick the best looking places, these aliens, to land aesthetically. <laughs> I mean they might as well enjoy the view, right? While they're yeah. there. But uh ah, it's great. This, this but it's like the anxiety, it's like the first time she goes in the ship, like I know what's gonna happen. I've seen like I've seen this movie like five times or something. And my heart's pounding. And then it's like there's the shot. The one that really sold it because it's like you're seeing her. She's not saying anything. You're just seeing her reactions to like getting ready to go on the ship. She's obviously like breathing heavy. But when they first raise them up, like you were saying, and then they float for a second, there's that one POV shot through her hazmat. And she's looking down at her feet as she like yeah. floats up and then like lands back down. And you just are like, <gasps> you just like hear inside her suit, like near hyperventilation. And I'm just like, I don't know. It's just like such a small moment that's like the culmination of that whole scene where it's just like everything leading up to it and then going down the hallway with the crazy fucking gravity and then seeing the huge wall and seeing them come out of it. It's uh it's one of the best. <laughs> it's, it's one of I, the best. <laughs> I think it's believable. The emotions yeah. are believable, uh-huh. right? And the awe is believable. Like if this were to really happen, like some of those feelings being you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I can completely understand how the world would go in crisis like that. I can completely understand each individual's. Oh gosh, you and you're drinking. I'm doing it slow. It doesn't matter. It's still here. <laughs> it's, it's even worse. <laughs> anyway, I, I feel like they made 
aliens coming to Earth have like believable reactions into it in a good way. Oh yeah, this is like there. There's definitely agree, yeah. a category uh, that is just first contact. Like there's a lot of first contact movies, a lot of first contact books. Like I just read a first contact book, and I'm like watching this movie. I'm like, this is the best. This is the best one. Yeah, I mean, that's not um, horror. And, I mean, Alien and like, would they maybe, tend to go horror when they yeah. do aliens. So the only right. the only right, other right. one that's, that's like definitely so nice not horror that has that you should see. It's pretty good. It's not as good as this, but Contact with Jodie Foster. Uh, and that, like yeah, that right. one is that's kind has of the, the like, same hopeful sense of like Alien Contact, mm-hmm. you know. But you got like Close Encounters. Like there's um, so many types of movies that because it is it's the fear, it's the excitement, and that's. So I Ian like Jeremy Renner fucking rules and I'm so happy he's not dead after he fucking like got crushed last year or whatever and like almost lost his leg and everything. Um cuz Jeremy Renner is great in this movie. His character brings such a perfect amount of like boyish wonder like he's always just like you could tell he's nervous but he's excited and laughing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and he's and he's he's the perfect like amount of cocky that's like they're competitive yeah. but like on the on the same on the same level. Well they immediate like, they immediately have respect. chemistry too, you know what I mean, which right, is perfect. Yeah. Okay, here's my question I mean, who for would, you guys. Who wouldn't have chemistry with Amy Adams, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Probably yeah. me. I'd be like uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Um, okay, what lesson do you feel like you learned from this movie that yeah. you will impact your life? Yeah, uh, I throw out I mean, the hard I think ones. Going to learn <laughs> how to read. I think the impact is well, right, right, right. Yeah, language, language is, is of large impact. And what I love about this is like, it is like we are slowly moving towards like, like a like a logograph style language. Like we already have so much symbolism that like conveys language now. And like I could totally see this in like two hundred years having very minimal writing and it's just a lot of emoji essentially Mm -hmm. but anyways what i like my biggest take is going to be is going to be like you know knowing like knowing that i have time to get things done but then like feeling like that it's like there's a finite like i'm having like a existential crisis while i watch this because it's like we only have four thousand weeks to live on this earth and (laughs) they're they're rapidly declining and so it's kind of like you gotta like do something too. Yeah. But you also, but also you can have patience because it's like there are different stages through life. It's like that, right. that's a big take I get. It's like she just she when when it begins, you think that she's living in mourning, and so the whole time you're watching it, like every interaction she has with her students, what she has with her mom, you you feel this weight to it. But then you realize later, oh fuck, she like hasn't had her kid yet. There is no mourning. She just kind of is already that she's like sleepwalking through life almost, you know, like yeah, depressed maybe even, yeah. But but it's cool because it kind of like the fact that she now knows the future. She would have known the future then, because that's where time. That's where like the flat circle gets weird. Yeah, she would know. So she probably was sad. She just couldn't remember. She couldn't remember the morning. That's that's what I said on. That's what I said on uh, Reddit. Is like I don't have any complaints, but if my own, if you could even call it that, it's like. Any movie or any fiction that tries to talk about time in that kind of way always gets kind of messy because it's just like we don't we as humans we just don't really understand what time is and it's like we experience it only linear so anything that's like about time travel or like this yeah the cyclical nature of time and about how like every time is experienced at once it's like that's hard a hard concept for us humans to grasp so it's like it does open questions of like 
if it can go forward and it can go backwards in her time, like, is she living simultaneously? And then it's like, is that, is there still free will? So in that case, if she can remember the future, like, can anything change, you know? So it's like, that always gets messy. And I think that's like my only, it's nothing to do with this movie. Uh, Cause this movie, I think handles it brilliantly, but it's like, like all time, it's not time travel, but all like things like that. They're like, eh, don't think about it too yeah. hard. Cause you will find yourself in a weird, like unanswerable questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what's your lesson? I mean, it, this is essentially a time loop movie, though. That's yeah, what's awesome. Sort of. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, well, it's similar. It's, uh, you know, to be present, to be present in the now and just like, uh, you know, to not control, trying to like, and anxiety, have anxiety about like the future and what's next and everything, mm-hmm. I think. For me. Mary. And to, and, to, and to love my kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. Yep, I think my lesson is to value time. Like I think about um, how insignificant it makes me feel, but also all the moments in my life significant, right? And so not to take for granted, I guess. I think that's my lesson is not to take for granted any of the time I'm currently living. So yeah, I guess being present to the future or the past, even if it's been bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Time that Beautiful. old that Beautiful. old fickle bitch. That old fickle bitch. I mean, that's, yeah. And that's how you. And that's how we progress and learn. Yeah. That's essentially what she's doing in this is like to to save the future of mankind. She has to like remember the past and like the you know the trauma that comes with that. But she has to kind of like work through it. And I just dude, it's so cool when he's just like he's like I told you my wife's dying words. Like that's how like you know the like general the Chinese general is mm-hmm. just like. I told you my wife's dying words. And he's, she's like, oh, fuck, this is what it is. I wish I knew Mandarin because I'm curious if in that moment when she's talking to him on the phone, she's like, okay, when we're together in the future, I need you to come to me and show me your number and show me that. Yeah. Or how he yeah. knew that he needed to do that that night. If she actually said that words, you know what I mean? Because it's not subtitled right. for us, so we don't know. I'm like very No, curious. I know. Well, and I love her Her linguistic powers are just that a superpower i, I love it so, so much cool like, it's so I love, jealous I love yes. she could just like walk through she could walk through life and like diffuse any situation because she can speak every language ever like it, i think when so Ob- cool. obama was asked like if he could have any superpower he said he would want to be able to speak any language oh. and i was like that's cool that Hell would yeah. be that's yeah. a good mm-hmm. nerd <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, anyway uh, how how much you got a money minute because i'm curious uh, I, I was wondering how this, much this costs uh, it was a it was a modest budget. I mean, pretty pretty standard for this time period. It was forty seven million is what they, you know, estimate. It's pretty good. Um, which which kind of honestly, I'm like, there's so much sound design in this that I'm like, did did like Villeneuve just use a lot of this money to like pay his crew for like parties and stuff and to have a good time? Because there's so much of this movie that is like off camera like all the action and stuff like where the jets are coming across and like there's very minimal action in this and i so just I'm saying like, soft it's edges kind of, you know soft. it's yeah right and i love like it's i love implied like, violence like, with like the soldiers shooting off screen and like yeah right and there's like five the solid like or the first like 15 minutes before the inciting incident it's just her laying on her couch or walking through like halls like it's like mm-hmm. stuff that would take no money at all to shoot but anyways uh the sound design's beautiful on that because like conveying all the the tv and then just all the noise around her but she just yeah was you know sleepwalking but uh 47 million it grossed 203 million so wow. it, did just, it did just fine for itself i honestly thought like it was a little bit more because obviously like it got nominated for a bunch of stuff and i remember it being fairly popular but it kind of came and went 
And so I was like, 200 million is more than I expected. I expected it obviously to make a profit. Well, it's uh, because Sicario was he he did this like he dude villain who's crazy. He'll literally he makes movies and as he's producing that movie, he's pr- working and producing on the other one. Like during this movie, he was he was breaking he was screen breaking the fucking Blade Runner. Like he was he works on multiple things. This guy's this guy's a maniac. He's, a fucking he's out workhorse, there. He man. won't slow down. But dude, it's crazy because like Sicario was only was thirty million, and I feel like yeah. Sicario wow. was bigger. Was had more like practical set pieces and stuff, actual physical things to do, and so I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's like yeah, but I mean, it Arrival looks beautiful, so like I know where they put their money in. Yeah, huh? Anyways, yeah, yeah, that's cool. You got any, you got any Reddit? It makes sense why he's. I mean, not only his skill, but like he does, he makes money too. That's why they're like, maybe he's like, I'm gonna step back, and they're like, well, maybe you're the guy to finally adapt the unadaptable Dune, the one that melted <laughs> David Lynch's brain, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, uh, the only other man that tried went insane doing it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You might have came into that one. <laughs> yeah, he was already <laughs> something. But that was just reiterated. He came in and like tried to do a big Hollywood sci-fi movie, and he's just like, "Fuck this shit! I'm out of here. Fuck the studio." <laughs> Go listen yeah. to that episode if it exists somewhere. We did a Dune, David Lynch Dune I episode. I'm getting, I'm getting ready for Dune too, dude. <laughs> and I'm gonna buy that popcorn bucket, baby. Buy it. I know. I'm very excited. Uh, I got, I got one Reddit, and I bet you can guess who it's from. So, Clones of People Two says, "My second watch of this, I saw it soon after it came out, and it put Villeneuve on my radar." This is a beautiful film, and I get so sucked into the story and the mood that I barely notice any of the technical aspects. The framing and editing are great at building a slow tension and mood, and the narrative structure is so well done that the actual meaning of what is presumed to be flashbacks does not reveal its true meaning until the end. The film creates a great emotional connection, too. Abbott is dying process is so simple, yet so emotional, emotionally impactful. Overall, 9 out of 10, maybe better... I think this will grow to be considered as one of the greats of sci-fi. As for Villeneuve's work as a whole, I think this is among his best, but gets a little overlooked because it does not have raw impact of something like Prisoners. Additionally, watch Incendies and watch it blind. This is one of his best. He's been saying that. I'm like that. That is on my list of shame is Incendies. So thank I, yeah. you for commenting. But like that is, <laughs> I want to rewatch. Like we should watch. Like because I want to rewatch Prisoners too. I haven't watched it in forever. Have I seen Prisoners? I feel like. Maybe. It's got Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal. You know that means nothing to me. You don't know who Hugh Jackman is? Don't tell me the but people are going to tell me the story. It's wild. It's wild because those are like some of the largest <laughs> actors right now. Like some of the most. Like I, 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 I want to rewatch it. It's been a while since stars. I've watched it. I've only seen that one like twice, but uh, I quite enjoy it. It's pretty dark. And Paul Dano is in it. And. Anyway, yeah. He gets tortured a bunch. To that Reddit comment, <laughs> I, I agree that I think that Arrival is a little overlooked. Yeah, but I also think it's gonna like stand out in sci-fi. I mean, it made over two hundred million, so. Yeah. But yeah, it is compared. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's soft. I'll keep saying that because it's like his other movies, they have like they're really really well done, but they like crescendo to build all this tension, and they have these huge crescendos of like violence or an intense action piece that are really really great and really really well done. But this movie kind of like cuts around that stuff. Like we see the explosion. That's like the only real act of violence we see in the movie, but there's a ton of right. implied violence. There's like all the the new the networks being like fucking looting in the streets and riots and blah blah blah. I feel like it's a little accessible too. It is like Sicario is not for everybody. No, you know what I mean. No. Um, Dune is not for everybody. I don't know about prisoners. It's pretty or hard like sci-fi. That. You can tell no, me that. not 
for not everyone. For everybody, no, right? This this no. is accessible. But arrival arrival is definitely for everybody. There's a little something in there for everybody. I think anyone can enjoy this unless you're an asshole. Unless you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah. If you don't like arrival, you're an asshole. Yeah. If, if you don't like it. an arrival, <laughs> I like uh, please I, come to our Reddit. <laughs> yeah. Call us some knowledge. We'll put our stamp on that. If you don't like arrival, you're an asshole. <laughs> and if you don't like arrival, come and tell us why. Are you just trying to be a jerk? Like, what is it? Mm-hmm. Why don't you like an arrival? You wish it was more. You wish that it was just about aliens ripping ripping Amy Adams to shreds. Oh man, <laughs> don't I mean, you even? Cool too. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> there, there's Leave plenty plenty of videos of like uh, tentacled creatures ripping a redheaded woman to shreds. I'm we sure. have enough alien core. <laughs> We're good. Yeah, I mean something else. To yeah. <laughs> Anyway, well, anyway, I'm glad that's that you guys like I'm, it because yeah, that's, that's that was one of my. I don't. I didn't have to defend my movie choice to you guys. I'm glad that you guys liked it. Well, we'll see how we feel next week. Mm-hmm. If we're gonna, if you're gonna have to defend that one, I won't because I. I mean, I don't think I will. Yeah, because Coda like won. Yeah, Coda won. And yeah. I've seen Coda with you, and you yeah. cried like a little baby. I did not even cry. I liked it. You though. cried like a little baby. <laughs> I don't remember. Crying. I'm excited. I'm excited to cry, man. I want to hear a good cry. I don't. It's <laughs> one, not one like sad or anything. So. What did you vote for, Jordan, on that poll? Uh, what did I vote for? Two seconds here. I got it pulled up right here. Oh, it was a uh, uh, Beasts of the Southern Wild. Yeah, I've wanted to see that since it was in Sundance years ago, and so. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've never seen it. Like, Have you seen Beasts no, of the I've Southern never... Wild, baby? Oh, okay. We'll have to watch. It. I have. See, that's the thing. Well, I so I haven't seen the only movie I've seen on here is the Boy in the Striped Pajamas, and so I like was like, wow. And then when I last I looked, it was like ahead by like a vote or something. And I was like, oh man. I'm like, out of all the movies I've seen, <laughs> but it's funny because the Boy in the Striped Pajamas. I want. I kind of wish we watched that because I want to know your take on it, Mary. Because it's like the movie's so sad. Mm-hmm. These are. Is this like your sad selection? Like, <laughs> I was. I, like, I, I was, like a lot of these are like fucking terrible. Coda's sad. not like, sad. These in the Southern Wild supposed to be sad. Oh, it is. Uh, I mean, I was gonna name them tear jerkers. That was okay. my category. Is tear yeah. jerkers. Uh, well, you know what makes her her tears jerk more than sad things? It's. Like oh, someone being things. proud. Oh God! That's yes. that's why yes. Coda is a tearjerker. No. It's the oh, it's someone nothing being Nothing will get that. me harder. I mean, not hard. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Nothing oh, wow. makes okay. me feel oh, yeah. emotional. <laughs> nothing makes me more like more emotional. Like yes, yeah, something sad will make me cry, but something where like someone accomplishes something or they're super proud or they she's tearing up right now just something. thinking about it. I can see her. Just <laughs> no. gets oh, I, me no, in the soul. Tri- it could be like someone triumph, on American. An idol who like finally got their way through it. I'm crying like a baby. So, yeah. yeah so. <laughs> anyway. I I agree. Like I like deaths are rarely sad for me. It is the it's the like that the the true like overcoming and mm-hmm. like just and and usually when it's like selfless and you know you're like that's I mean that's why I like when Chance makes it home, dude. At the end of Homework Down, baby. <laughs> you know, you know uh. my ass is crying, dude. Uh-huh. He you know, that triumph there, dude. Oh. Girl, so oh, good. Held homeward bound. <laughs> yeah, dog. Um, All right. Uh, anyway, well, that's why did you homeward bound. <laughs> Go watch. I know we got. We'll do. We'll do something. We thought. Uh, oh, we're we gonna did, do, we we're gonna do an talking animal animals. Yeah. <laughs> no, talking animals. We gotta do talking animals. You yeah, should we'll have see. an animal month, and then you could. We do did. Talking... We already did that. Oh, you did. Yeah, we did animals. I forget which movies we watched though. I think I Jaws know, I was really one babe. of them. 
Babe. Oh yeah, was we one did. Of them. We did watch oh. Babe. Yeah, we did watch. Okay. Yeah, more talking animals, man. I know you were the one that was all like talking animals, only talking not animals, just, and I was not like, just How about these these animals. <laughs> not just these talking animals. No, not, not these ones. <laughs> the good shit. You want to listen yeah. to a couple talking animals? All right, here's my challenge for next week. Okay, we each have to Ooh. learn um, the sign language word for like how we would describe Coda. So after you watch it, oh. I want you to learn a I know, sign I language. Know. I already know it. I like, oh, you, but I like, I don't know. I like it. I don't know how to do it. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I mean, like you can do a sentence like if you want, you or it. at least just one word that describes yeah. your feeling of it. Eh. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't be lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I like Coda. All right. Let's. Uh, I, I am excited to watch it. So, thank you, Mary, for picking mm-hmm. it, and yeah, thank you for being here with us. Thanks for everyone that voted. Go watch Coda and go watch Arrival. Yes. Go watch them both. And then, yep, we'll be back next mm-hmm. week. Mary will be joining will us join again us next week, I'm and we'll gone. come talk about Coda next week. And we'll, we're, we're always going to be in your favorite places here. We'll be at Reddit, r slash Goldstone Knowledge, and we'll be yeah. over at Patreon, giving our peddling our wares and our, our bonus episodes and stuff. Where yeah. are you pointing at me? I just thought you were going to do a plug. Oh, and our and the YouTube. So please <laughs> yeah. go check out the video on YouTube. Hell yeah. Whoop. Thanks, Mary. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bye. Um, hello, because time's a circle, you know. <laughs> oh, 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 and then this is yeah. Aloha means hello and goodbye. <laughs> okay. They have fifty words for snow. I'm stopping. All right, bye, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs>